Welcome to the China Flexpad podcast. My name is Irina. I have been in China for over six years, and I was really lucky to experience different roles、uh, within this time. So I started living in China as a student, and then a master's degree student, and now as a work professional in Shanghai. For my full-time job, I work in. A company that provides financial services as a growth manager. So I'm responsible for marketing, business development, and a little bit of IT. Besides that, in my free time, I take care of volunteer community in Shanghai called Beehive that supports young professionals and students in their career development in China. And besides those two activities, I also a certified coach that mostly works with Russian expats. In China to support them in, with their career journey. Awesome. Why did you choose China as a place to develop your career? Well, for me, starting my career in China was kind of a natural flow of events. As once I graduated from a master's, I was already in China for four and a half years. So I really enjoyed being in China as a language student, also as a master's degree student. So I thought I would like to try myself in a new role as a working professional. And also, while master degree, I had an opportunity to do my internship in Shanghai, and for me, it really opened up my eyes on a lot of opportunities,、uh, cool companies, cool roles you can really experience as a job in China. How would you describe the challenges for Russian-speaking flexpats in China? Well, I would say that first, Russian-speaking flexpats in China meet a lot of common challenges like everyone else. However, there are certain More specific, and I would say one of the most,、uh, the biggest challenge I would say probably would be the perception and prejudice many Russian-speaking professionals face every day. To give an example, in my previous job last year, I was organizing a big event with over 800 participants with German companies, and I had a great conversation with one top executive from one automotive company, and everything was great until the point when he asked me where I come from. And once I mentioned that I come from Russia, conversation kind of went to the end, and he left. And to be honest, I don't want to judge anyone or say it shows anything. However, many of my friends or people who surround me experience similar situations. But what I would like to say that this perception and prejudice it probably does exist. But however, it shouldn't be something that stop Russian flags, but in searching their jobs and getting their career in the place they want. So. We can't really impact this prejudice and expect people to change in a day. However, it's really up to us to continue、uh, searching for job we want to show how professional we are and go beyond where you come from and really show more about what your values are and your skills as a profession. Besides that, I would like to point out another challenge. I would say it's a mindset in a way that I had the same experience that once I graduated from the university, I had. Good Chinese. I thought now all the doors going to be open for me, and everyone waiting for me to hire me. In reality, it's not this way. In reality, if you really want to get a job you want, you really need to go out there and to try. You need to knock on the doors, ask for opportunities, and I believe this is something that we really need to focus on to change while searching for a job. Agreed. <laughs> What are the top important skills to develop to get a well-paid job? In China these days, I think before we jump in the top skills for getting well paid, I would like to mention one skill that is really necessary but not often mentioned. It's basically languages. 
Maybe sounds funny, and in here I'm not going to be talking about Chinese language, I will be talking about English. I know it sounds funny as we speak English right now, right? However, I believe many Russian-speaking professionals, when they come to China to study or to work, don't realize how necessary and how important it is to learn English and be able to work with this language. Within my surrounding, I have friends who have amazing Chinese that is really native. However, their English is really basic that doesn't really allow them to work with this language. And this causes them that opportunities and jobs they can actually take limits them because of the language. As if you want to work for a Chinese company, I would say if you're a foreigner, it is expected from you that you will speak English. Then if you come to an international company, obviously you need to speak English as your colleagues probably come from all over the world and you need to communicate to them. And yes, there are still Russian companies where you can work. However, they still would be preferring to hire someone who also speaks English because it will allow them to, you know, search for other clients from other, work, other countries and so on. So I would say that maybe it sounds a little bit harder than for other experts, but if you're coming from Russian-speaking country, yes, you need to learn Chinese, but also don't forget to master your English, at least at the level where you can work with it. Besides that, before the skills, I would like to also mention the productivity mindset I mentioned before, that, you know, it's really up to us. And I would say it is not easy and it's maybe not fair that for Russian professionals, there's not really much support out there. For example, I've been talking to some of my friends and they mentioned there's not really one centralized portal where you can search for a job as in Russian or Russian-speaking expert in China. Most of the places you search for a job is also for international professionals. So it means that you go into much higher competition and it's much harder for you to get this job. However, it shouldn't really stop you. You should think about yourself as a professional and see what skills do you have and how can you build this career from whatever resources you have at the moment. And for the really, really necessary skill that I would say, correct me if I'm wrong, not very common or discussed in Russian-speaking countries is networking. And, you know, if you could translate networking into Russian language, at least, it has kind of a negative undertone on it. As, at least in Russia, if someone says that they get their job by network, it will be considered something not to be mentioned. As usually it's taken that, oh, if he got his job by network, it means probably had no skills, so he needed someone to put him in this position. However, in reality, in China, it's not really this way. You actually, yes, of course, your network can help you. They can provide you a support or recommend you. However, if you don't have the skills, you don't have the experience, people probably even won't recommend you because their reputation will be on the line. So I would say for those Russian-speaking professionals who listen to it, do network, meet people, nurture your network, exchange, give value, because this way it will help you to open more doors rather than just a CV with some basic information in there. Well, we already touched bases on the next question, but still, uh, what are the best ways of getting a job for flexpats in China and maybe particularly Russian speakers? I would say no one, I still would recommend people to be applying online as uh, it's still one of the way, but I would not suggest you to keep all eggs in one basket and really try to apply in different ways. And those would, would be, I would start with job fairs. Many universities uh, hold them also private companies do. And job fairs, it's really a great way of um, applying for a job. I can explain simply why. 
people like to connect with actual people and not going through CVs that they receive on their emails. So once you go to a job fair, what I would recommend is A, research the companies that are gonna be there. Second, research people who already work in those companies and see what titles they already have. Because if you're applying for a sales position and you already see a person, for example, on LinkedIn who works in that company for sales, you can see what they already do in their responsibilities and what was their working path beforehand so you know what this company is searching for. Besides that, please do prepare your CVs according for and change them depending on the position you're going to be applying for. Because this is when you come to the job fair, you actually will be prepared and you will apply for those companies that you like and you will have the background information that will help you to build a dialogue with them. And besides that, after the job fair, after handing on your CV and having good impression, do get the contact information from the person who will be in having this small short interview with you because once the job fair is over, do send them a short email saying thank you for the time and even attach your CV because you will actually simplify their work. But rather going from the, all the paper CVs they went through, they will just need to open it and, and forward it to the HR professional. So that's the job fairs. Besides that, go for networking events. And you know, once you go for networking events, you don't need to jump on people and say, oh, I'm searching for a job. That won't really give a good impression. When you go for networking events, you, you know, exchange with people, talk to them, and do mention that, for example, oh, you know, I'm a marketing professional and I'm searching for a job in, let's say, automotive industry. Don't give them too many details. Just mention that you were currently in the job search. Because usually, you know, most of the people went through this and everyone know how hard it is to get a job. So if you'll be specific and nice, I believe people will do remember this two simple thing, your industry, you're searching for a position. And if they will see something, they will send you a position that you might fit. Um, to be honest, myself, I got a job in the networking event. So I really do recommend to do that. As Once again, people like to connect with actual people and see how they are to you know, speak with them and see if they will be culturally also fit to the company. And last but not least, as we are in China, uh, WeChat groups are amazing and you can find any group starting from cooking classes until, I don't know, uh, making your nails. So it's the same with the job groups. So always ask people who you already know got a job in China or also searching to add you to the special WeChat groups where they post JDs, position, freelance jobs, and so on. Because this way, uh, there are more, let's say, startup companies or smaller companies that prefer to share their jobs there as well first it's free and second you have a direct reach to the potential candidates thank you uh what is the value of a degree or credential versus hard work and which one did you lean more on well in this case i would say both of them are important however if you would go into the degree or the credential there's a really limited amount of top universities and there are many people who want to get a degree myself coming from university that is not top or neither famous, I would say I knew that my university won't be the door opener. So understanding that I was, you know, going into different projects, I went volunteering to India, Korea, Taiwan. I've been initiating different projects myself and by and having an internship. So by that, I knew that maybe my credential won't be outstanding. However, I have projects that where I needed to use my skills and demonstrate what I actually can do. 
but I believe leverage is much more than having, you know, written your CV that you went to top university. Same time, if you did go to the top university, it's great. It will be a door opener for you. You can always reach out to your alumni and, you know, see if they're working in the company you like. However, I would say don't really rely on your university because once you come into the real world and you come to the interview, yes, they will ask you where you studied, but in fact, they will ask you what can you do. So it doesn't matter which university you study and what degree you have. Do, be, do initiate different projects, participate in different projects, try new things, try to open something your own, because this way it will really be more helpful for you in your career development. So proactivity, right? Exactly. All right, last question. What are your role models that you look up to, their qualities and characteristics that atta- attracted you the most with regard to your career? And also the opposite question. Who do you not look up to? Who is your anti-role model? Who turns you off? What do you think is wrong about their approaches? Thank you for this question. Well, myself, I like to have, I don't like to have one particular role model. And I always search for inspiration in people who surround me. So in case of characteristics, I would say I have a friend who was, her dream was to study in South Korea. And she'd been denied a scholarship two or three times. And she still was falling, uh, continuing going with it and searching for ways, how can she get the scholarship or how can she get the master's in South Korea? And this dedication really inspires me because when doors are closing, when people telling no to you, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're failing. It just means that probably the road gets thinner and you will actually finally find a way how to get to your goal. Besides that, my another friend, she was studying for uh, marketing and in the end of her master's degree, she decided to completely change her field of study and decided to become a doctor. So now she's pursuing her studies as a doctor. So she needs to study eight more years. However, she's really determined to finish it and start saving people's lives. So I would say in case of characteristics, it will be people who are dedicated, who are passionate, who continue moving despite maybe world or situation going against them and just growing within the situation and finding the ways how to achieve something they want. In case of who I don't look up to, I I think would be probably people who believe that due to certain reasons, they are entitled to something. As in my mindset, I believe there is no one entitled to anything. And besides that, people who think they know better than others. You know, there's so much things are happening in the world and there's so many different ways you can look at things. So when there's people believe that they're right, I believe that's something that turns me off a lot as usually there's different options, different choices, and there always will be pros and cons and no one right. And I believe people who keep on trying to be close-minded and categorizing people by where they come from or their gender or their color, as you know there are things that we can't choose once we're born however that we do decide what kind of attitude we have towards people towards life and towards ourselves agreed again what would you recommend to start off building your career in china i would say my personal recommendation would be first of all come to china as a language student or a degree student or both simply because you know china is a really different country comparing to any other and once you come here you really will experience culture shock 
and it will take you time to get used to the way how things are run here, how process is going, uh, what is the time management in here, and other more specific things in life that will impact your even everyday, your, it will impact your everyday life. So by coming here as a student, first of all, there are many opportunities to come here with a scholarship, like Confucius scholarship or government scholarship or even uh, different provincial scholarship. So this way, once you come here for language study, even for one semester or a year, first of all, you will have a chance to learn Chinese and see if this is really a language in a place you want to stay and commit to. As in China, you can't just come and expect things happen to you. It takes time to speak, learn the language, to meet the right people, to develop your network, to find out what is going on in case of employment market. So first, I really strongly suggest you to come here as a language student. And if you actually do like the place, you enjoy being in China, you like how things are here, you could consider applying for a master's degree. There are different programs in different cities, also with scholarships. And this way you can have an opportunity to do an internship and see if you like working in here. So yes, you will take things slower. However, this commitment will open you much more doors and will help you to build uh, your career in a deeper and much more higher quality way. What would you recommend to start off building your career in China? Well, for those who are not in China right now and they're considering coming to China to build their career here, I would strongly recommend to first come here as a student, rather a language student or maybe even a master's degree student. The reason why is, first of all, there are many opportunities in case of scholarships, so people from different countries can apply and have an opportunity to come and study here the language or a degree. Afterwards, once you spend here a semester or one year learning the language and you will have a chance to understand better the country, you'll have a better understanding of the language, of course, and you will actually decide for yourself, is this is really the place you want to stay and continue working and continue living in here. Another reason why I would strongly recommend to come here as a student would be that, you know, if you study in the major cities, you'll have an opportunity to do an internship and if you like the company, you see yourself growing there. After you graduate, you can continue working there and start building your career actually in the company you've been an intern. And besides that, I think China is a very specific place. And I wouldn't say every person would be happy here. So you really need to see if this is a place for you, because there's no point of being somewhere you're not happy at. So Come to China, try yourself as a student, do learn the language as it will open up you much more doors than only having your language or also English. And see for yourself if this is the place for you, is this place for you to build your career? And in the worst case, if it won't be the place and you won't like it, at least you will be leaving China with certain Chinese ability skills that these days becoming more and more popular all over the world. Thank you for listening to the China Flexpad podcast. Visit our website for more exclusive insights at chinaflexpad.com. Bye-bye and 再见!